Hi, and welcome to Gathered Courage, a podcast built around reminding you that no matter what you're facing, God's got you. I'm your host, Carrie Smith, and I'm here to help you gather your courage as you tackle everything from everyday life to your biggest dreams. I'm super excited for today's podcast. I have my first interviewee on. Her name is Megan Lightfoot, and she is one of my very best friends. Together, we co-author a blog called A Place for Everything, and she's just the best. I'm so honored that she said yes to be in my first interview, and I think that you're going to learn a lot from her. So enjoy my interview with Megan. Well, Megan, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited. You are my first interviewee. How do you feel about that? I'm pretty honored. <laughs> I feel like this is so exciting. I, You know, I've mentioned have a place for everything several times. Yeah. I think I mentioned it in my intro, maybe somewhere on the Instagram. People are like, are you still doing your blog? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not abandoning Megan. In fact, it's stronger than ever. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is just something new and different that I'm trying. And you were my first thought for an interview. I'm not even Aww. kidding. I was like, Megan is going to be my first interview. That's so sweet. So we are going to talk today about gratitude. But before I do that, Tell me about yourself. So, you know, who do you love? What do you do? All those things. Yeah. Um, I am currently a stay-at-home mom, so a trained educator. Um, but now I stay home with my four- and one-year-old boys. So I'm running around like a maniac. You're like a stage just behind me. I am. I'm trying to be a good example for you, but I don't know if I do it all the time. No, you give me so much hope. <laughs> when, I, when I watch your like capacity and freedom, I'm like, she breathes. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yes. <laughs> well, oh, good. Anything yeah. else you want to share? Um, yeah. So my husband, Chris, and I have been married for eight years now, just this past October, and they're my little squad, you know, that's mm -hmm. probably the people I'm most connected to. But um, I love being back in Columbus and being close to my family and um, all my sweet friends, but also having all these friends that I've made from all the other places I've lived. So yeah, yeah tell yeah, and you've lived quite a few places, um, right? Yeah, I mean, I've moved several times. Yeah college of yep. course we were in southern ohio but yes, then by the way that's where megan and i first really got to be friends <laughs> <laughs> just celebrated our facebook friendiversary i know that's so funny oh facebook <laughs> i know i was like i bet it's been longer i think that, okay? so what did it say like 12 years it's 12 years yeah no it's longer like, than it's that. been longer than that but thank you yeah um yeah so we have and then after that i moved to colorado moved back to ohio shortly moved back to colorado Moved back to Ohio, got married, moved to Iowa. Oh my goodness! Just girl. a little, just just curveball. Yeah, <laughs> Iowa for a minute. Iowa, yeah. Iowa, just for fun. <laughs> um, and then back to Ohio. So Ohio's always been home. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I'm glad you moved back. I am too. I, <laughs> I know when Micah, her sister, um, told me you were moving back, I was like, yes. <laughs> I have to say, it was like, it was definitely one of those. Um, more logical thoughts for us because yeah. we had such awesome community and awesome friends, people I just still dearly miss um, and love. But um, we just knew that being so far away from family was hard mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I'm close to my sisters yeah. and they're here. Yeah. So that's, you know, and my parents are not too far away and that's, that's a right. plus too. But, yeah. you know, ultimately we just had to 
had to choose to move close to somebody. Yeah. So Well, I'm glad you chose here. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and I'm glad you're on the podcast and that you've agreed to be my first person that I've interviewed. So hopefully, I mean, we've already made some memories pre-recording here. Yes, we have. <laughs> but hopefully yes, when we, we look have. back at this interview, we will say it was okay, maybe not the best, but thank you for being my first. Listen, I think it's so cute. You got to start somewhere. That's right. That's yeah. right. All right, Megan. So let's dive into this idea of gratitude. I've been talking about it this month and it's really been something that's kind of been on my heart for a couple of years now. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and even with our blog, I did a couple posts on appreciating people, which is a level of gratitude. I Mm -hmm. wrote a blog post around this time last year about surrendering and having real gratitude and all this stuff. So let's dive into it here and tell me what do you Um, define gratitude as or how would you say here's what gratitude is to me yeah I just I think it's pretty simple I think it's a state of mind that chooses Mm. to see the good yeah um and that's pretty much it yeah yeah chooses yeah that's a great word in fact I wrote episode five earlier today and I use that word a lot yeah when it comes to gratitude it is such a choice yes it's not natural right yeah yeah Awesome. Great definition. Thank you. Um, Our next question is, does gratitude play a big role in your life? Why or why not? No, that's a tough one. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, literally, I I wrote some things out that I wanted to remember to say. And my first response to this question was, I wish it played a bigger role. Yeah. Um, But I think ultimately in this season of my life with very little children who are very demanding Mm -hmm. and no end in sight in Mm -hmm. the future, we, I just find myself so depleted Mm. and I've really had to step back and analyze what is it that causes me to struggle to be grateful in this season. Mm. And I, it's not a lack of reasons to be grateful. Right. That's a great point. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I do have those moments where I like zone out, almost like I turn into like the fly on the wall, Mm -hmm. my quotes, you can't see. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Air quotes, she did them. <laughs> <laughs> and I look at my boys, yeah. which includes my husband when yeah. I say that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's enough to just like overflow my heart. Yeah. And it, it is so yeah. much good in one space. But I think what I have pinpointed as the area that causes me weakness right now is that I don't have many spaces that are just to myself. Yeah. So I don't have a commute anymore anywhere. Um, I, my boys are there first thing in the morning, and oftentimes I just make it through the day, and then yeah. I'm exhausted. And yeah. so that willful choice to be in a state of gratitude is difficult when our mind is um, fatigued. Yeah. And so much of this stage of motherhood has me regularly fatigued with little escape. And I think that is the reason that gratitude is difficult for me right now. Yeah. That's thanks for that honesty. I remember being in that stage of two little ones and let's see, Elias is four. Yes. Benny is not yet two. Right. So little, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, a husband that works a great job that Mm -hmm. you're grateful for, right? right? Right. But sometimes it's late, long hours, long hours, right? Mm -hmm. So all of these things kind of balled up, make you feel like you have things to be grateful for, but there's just no capacity at the end of the day to really have that extra 
right. to focus on it. Right. So then how do you practice gratitude? Like what are some things at the end of the day, you mm-hmm. are exhausted. It's like deep breath. Do you have practices you do for gratitude? Do you, mm. you try? What's that look like? That's a good question. I have come to a space recently where I have fully embraced who I am mm. as a right brain creative, which yeah. means, um, Ironically, I love organization, but um, it might not look the same in two different spaces. Yeah. That's just the way I operate. So day to day, unless forced into a routine by some outside um, um, source, mm-hmm. I don't do that well on my own. So I've had to make peace with who I am as a person and just give myself grace that like one day practicing gratitude might look like me just taking a deep breath and looking at my boys and remembering who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that helped me immensely the other day, I was listening to a podcast and it was actually hysterical. The lady that that they were interviewing had written a book called um, Mom's Mom, Mama Needs a Raise Because Quitting Isn't an Option. (laughs) So true. So true. And I was like, I like this lady. I'm going to listen to this. Um, but I just felt like the Lord had like placed that particular episode in my, in my life at that moment. Um, she talked about being a career woman before she had had children, which I think has, uh, like a profound effect on your, um, ability to be grateful sometimes Mm, because you've known like a completely different different thing. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And I got married a little bit, not late, but like late enough that like I had my own job for a while. Then we got married. Then we were employed, but didn't have children, you know, post yeah. being married. And so you had all kinds of experiences before motherhood. Right. Yeah. So I had some time to kind of embrace several different things and she had as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and she says, I didn't start having children until I was 30. Mm-hmm. Same for me. And, um, she talks about battling that like task list that she always felt like she was just not able to get through anything. And mm. similar to what you said mm-hmm. um, in your first mm-hmm. real episode, mm-hmm. episode one, episode not intro. one, <laughs> not intro, um, was that it felt like your children were kind of in your way yeah. of com- completing those things. That's right. And yep. I can feel that way so often mm-hmm. that I feel like they're in my way, but. One thing she said that helped her immensely was just this idea that she credits to the Lord that they are the valuable thing, mm-hmm. not that the task list is. Yes. And we can get so lost in that. Yeah. I think I think expressly because if I could like communicate anything about gratitude, which just providentially is seeping into my stage of life and might not be everybody's stage of life right now, but um I think what's so difficult right now is that babies are kind of in the way of us accomplishing all of these things that we have to accomplish. And oftentimes we forget or we basically forget that they're valuable because we're living in this results-based culture where like we want to see something right away. And I am telling you, we have been working on potty training with my oldest for a year. I know, Megan. I just, (laughs) I watch you and I'm like, you are so strong. I I would have thrown him out the window. Sorry, Elias. <laughs> <laughs> Love That's you, bud. <laughs> gone through my head. <laughs> you, man, yeah. 
He yeah, is a great tough example. cookie. Yeah. And it's like this regular like day in, day out where I literally yeah. feel like I'm bashing my head against a wall. Yep. There is no result. It feels very fruitless. Yeah. And yet I'm still trudging forward and yeah. trying to teach him not just potty training, but characters that are godly that will will sustain him, will give mm-hmm. him purpose and mm-hmm. value and teach him about who he is. And mm-hmm. we'll see tiny, tiny glimpses, but I get nothing mm. results-based out of being with my babies right yeah. now. Yeah. So the task list almost becomes my way of coping. Yes. Like. Or like validation. Validating maybe? myself. Yeah. 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 It used to be like Chris would come home, and this was early on when I just started staying home. And I would literally take him around the house and show him everything I did that day because I needed him to know. someone to know that you, like, accomplished things. Yeah. Yeah. That I did something. I totally get that. And so that also has helped me to land on another uh, kind of um, core issue with what makes gratitude difficult Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just not having results mm-hmm. so yeah anyway that's going to bleed into another question though I think that you're going to ask okay okay that's that's great Megan thank you for sharing that because I know that um gratitude is so important but I also know that the reality of it looks different in so many people's lives mm-hmm. different people's lives different seasons of lives mm-hmm. so I'm just gaining so much from this and I know that our my listeners will too when it comes to um, kind of your your role and grat- uh, your ideas of gratitude and how they're playing out. Um, so do you think then, um, and this may be the question you were thinking of, do you think that gratitude then is based on our personality mm-hmm. or based on practice? And this is something I've kind of grappled with a little bit. And really, I'm just kind of asking a lot of different people about this sure. um, and wanted to hear what you what you think. I think it's a great question. Um because I think we often are wondering whether we just are who we are right. or yeah. we are conditioned to be the way we are. Right. And I've often said, and I still believe that it's both. Mm. Um, and so what I mean by that is that I, I tend a little bit towards perfectionism, which essentially means that my expectations versus what happens in reality are, are usually um, there's a high – uh, difference between those two things. Yeah. So um, as a result of that, I can tend to struggle being grateful by nature mm-hmm. because what I thought was going to happen doesn't match what actually happens. Right. So part of God's sanctification in my life has been uh, not like forcing me to not be a perfectionist, but forcing me to recognize that by nature, I'm going to walk into something with too high mm-hmm. of expectations for what it might fulfill in my life or right. how I might feel or whatever. Sure. And so I think by nature, people that uh, tend maybe that direction mm-hmm. are going to have a harder time yeah. being grateful. That's a great point. So I, and I don't know, there might be other components that play into that as well. It's mm-hmm. I wouldn't just pick on us perfectionists Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um I do know that by nature some people are just more grateful and it tends to be people that are less critical Mm. so um yeah yeah I think that's part of it but then I don't I think obviously it's by practice right because you can uh do things and have habits and have right mindsets that lend itself to to being grateful right yeah absolutely yeah yeah 
I think um, if, if like scripture didn't talk about us being grateful all the time. Yeah. I, I think it always instructs us on areas that aren't natural for us. Yes. So. Yes. Then it has to tell us. Right. <laughs> be grateful. Right. And this <laughs> yeah. is how. And this is how. Do this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So then what are some of your go-to grateful or gratitude Bible verses? Do you have any that you go to often or that stick out in your mind as things that we could call on when we're thinking of great uh, gratitude? You know, I have such small capacities. I think in this season of my life, there are two verses that come back to me on a regular basis right now. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but I don't feel like I need a lot right now. Right. (laughs) Um, So I uh, oftentimes will feel that struggle where I'm wondering, like, um, is, is what I'm doing right now meaningful? Does it matter? Yes. And yeah. I know in my like in my soul, my core, that it matters. Yeah. But my flesh mm. tells me it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so I have to battle that regularly. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, so because of that, the verses that I come back to that bring about gratefulness are not necessarily like gratitude instruction verses. Sure. They actually have more to do with me resting on the promises of God. Yes. So when I can do that, then in turn, I become grateful. Yes. But if I read a verse about being grateful, I actually just get mad. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have time for that. Right. Right. One more thing to do. Right. One more thing to, to try to fit into an already busy life. Yeah. That is at full capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that for sure. Right. So I'm definitely one of those people where I see like the, uh, like we're in November and I see like the list of like every day do this for the month of November yes. and that just like hacks me off <laughs> and it's not like anybody else's fault I'm just like I, I don't it. have time for that right yeah, now you right, know like right I, I want to totally be grateful it's so funny that you say that because then I'm like the complete opposite and it's just <laughs> our seasons are so different yes we're very different people but similar it's we're just yes. like a match made in heaven everyone <laughs> needs to know that but this morning I'm sitting at the kitchen table and I have a gratitude thing every day you're supposed to ask a question which I've done before and loved I need that to be known right you're not just some troll that hates being thankful I'm not mad at gratitude but we went around the table at breakfast and we asked the question my boy said something and it was just the sweetest thing ever and then I I now need to be grateful that I am in that stage (laughs) hearing you talk it's like yep yeah exactly well I know it's so cute and I feel like I learn little things from my kids like um gratitude doesn't have to be big things right exactly um I Lias really needed socks so I bought socks for him the other day but I ordered them online Mm -hmm. and they came in a package which is a huge deal right oh yeah so when I handed him his socks he like gasped and was like mommy these are everything I've been hoping for oh my gosh I love it and he was so happy oh for like gosh, for the rest of the day socks. for his socks I love it and they were they're nice socks <laughs> anyway, anyway back to the verses right the verses so one of my favorite verses that I've actually got uh like hand lettered on my wall right now is in Galatians 6 mm. and it's just 6 9 and 10 And the part that I'll just recite to myself, and I even taught my boys not too long ago, Mm. if you could see my body motions, I would do my hand motions for you. (laughs) Um, But it's, and do not let us grow weary in doing good. And then the second part of that is for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. 
So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Mm. And that helps me both in my interactions with my children, but obviously my believing spouse who I'm thankful for. And then the people that I care about deeply that are not within that immediate sphere of influence, but I need to have space for, you know, um, people like in our community group that I want to have space to pour into them and love them and um and not view it as burdensome or one more thing to one do one more task yeah right yeah right because they're souls right they're that we souls. love yeah yes yeah yes. yes and i just my favorite part of that is in due season yeah i think so much of my heart is just centered on that right mm-hmm. now another one that i frequently find my mind going back to is proverbs 3 um 5 and 6 when i'm afraid i'm gonna ruin my children <laughs> which is regularly <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Like, I'm like one small action away from them in the lifetimes of therapy. Like, lifetimes of therapy are like jail. Like, I'm like, what am I doing to them? It's so embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. I love it. And I thought I was so stable. Like, before kids, I was like, I'm going to be a shoo-in good mom. Oh, my goodness. When they handed me Elias at the hospital, I was like, you want me to leave with him? <laughs> no, they Why? just let you walk out the door. <laughs> you just told me two hours ago that if I took that bracelet off, I was going to be hunted down. <laughs> right. It's just all so oh, terrifying. I know. It really is. Yes. It's like literally just jump in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't know Jack squat. No, you don't. Oh, so <laughs> anyway, as I'm like going through this phase, although this is so applicable for every season, again, yeah. any of these verses are, but um, it's just five and six in Proverbs three that I always camp on that says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your all uh, on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Yes. Um, and even if I continue in that section, seven has always been so powerful to me do not be wise in your own eyes fear the lord and turn away from evil yeah and no i'm not always prone towards gratitude in this season of my life Mm -hmm. but i actually view that as as semi-evil in nature that god created us to be people that are grateful Mm. but our flesh is always counteracting Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. and so i have to remember like this is an act of surrender Mm. um and as I remember his promises and his love for me, I can come out of that slump yeah. and be grateful again. Yeah. Last thoughts or anything that you want to say about gratitude? You know, I just, in, in like researching for this, there was something that I read that I thought was super fascinating. And um, I just wanted to share a little part of it absolutely please do um i i think it's important to note that scripture always talks about being a grateful person but it's not the only place that Mm. talks about being a grateful person Mm -hmm. and i had this article that i was um referencing um just it was by harvard's health line Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm I mean, because it's Harvard, so it's right. <laughs> obviously true. <laughs> be right. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. So we're both English teachers. We realize that's not the real case. I feel like I have to like, give like a, we don't believe everything we read caveat right there. We are, we are sarcastic. <laughs> yes. Yes. Go ahead. Very much so. But this, this little excerpt from this article is so neat. It's talking about a couple of psychologists who um, initiated this study on mm-hmm. gratitude. Nice. And in this study, they asked all of the participants to write 
a few sentences each week focusing on particular topics. Okay. So one group was to write about things that they were grateful for that occurred during the week. All right. A second group was to write about daily irritations or anything that displeased them. And the third group was to write about events that had affected them with no particular emphasis on positivity or negativity. Could be either. Right. Okay. So they did this for 10 weeks. Okay. And after 10 weeks, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic and felt better about their lives. This is also interesting. Surprisingly, they also exercised more and had fewer visits to physicians than those who focused on their sources of aggravation. Interesting. So Science. I know. I feel like it just needs to be noted that studies, this one being just one of many, also prove that gratitude is healthy for us. Right. So it's not just like surrendering to the Lord begrudgingly, but it's also like proven because of the day and age that we live in yeah by all sorts of people that's awesome that we need to be grateful people that's really cool thank you for sharing that that's really neat to hear um and you're right it's just it's gratefulness is worth it Mm -hmm. um we all have times when we're ungrateful or when we're not outwardly grateful sure um and we don't need to beat ourselves up for those times right we do I think need to pay attention to being more grateful. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again. And maybe like once a year, twice a year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you should Super fun. Her eyes are like, uh, Carrie, never again. <laughs> I hope we're in this exact same spot. Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm going to take a picture of us. This is going to go on Instagram the day I put it out in my little corner in my bedroom. All Please. right, friends. <laughs> thanks again for listening. And, um, Tell Megan how much you love her. Oh, because you can also find her. What's your Instagram? Do you want to tell people? Oh, yeah. Or do you not want to tell people? <laughs> it's just meg.lightfoot. Awesome. That's and then it. also, we, you can find her at A Place for Everything, which is the shared blog we have. I don't know if you had as much fun listening to that as I had recording it, but isn't Megan just the best? I'm so grateful that she said yes to be my first interviewee and that she shared her wisdom and perspective on the topic of gratitude. Um, I feel like I also have a little bit of explaining to do from that very end. My podcast studio, I'm using air quotes that you can't see, Um, is literally the corner of my bedroom. So Megan and I shared a intimate space in my room for that interview. And, you know, it's just real legit, friends. It's real legit. Uh, Maybe someday I'll have like a cool podcast studio. But until then, I'm just doing my thing, you know. Um, If you are friends with me on Instagram, at Gathered Courage Podcast, or Facebook, Gathered Courage Podcast, uh, you can see a picture of Megan and I in my little corner of my room. Anyway, I hope that you enjoyed that episode. We are going to finish up next week with our our gratitude theme. So please tune in. Until then, don't forget to subscribe, share this with a friend, and leave some reviews for um, me on iTunes so that others can find this podcast more easily. Thanks again, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.